Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. I was telling Maureen before we recorded, um, Hobbit's very upset with me. I've been very mean to him all day. Um, so for thing number one, I I knocked him out of my... I le- I, he woke me up this morning. He was like, eat, feed me, feed me, mom. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, let's go eat. And then as he was running past me to go eat, I just shut the door on him so I could sleep in more. <laughs> um, and so he was very upset. And, like, my cousin was, like, talking to him later that day when my door was open. I was like, look, look, you can go in, see? And I was like, he's fine. He lived. Then I went and helped my friend move. Um, my friend Courtney, who has a deaf cat named Stanley, um, which Ooh. I don't think I've shared this, but when you do the I love you hand sign at him, he slow blinks. He's so smart. Yeah. He understands that the I love you hand sign, sign language, means I love you, and he will slow blank at you. He is so sweet. I know. I love him so much, and I'm really happy that she is moving. um, The place she's living now has other cats uh, living there, and they were not getting along with Stanley. So, thankfully, now Stanley is going to be a lot happier. It's a shame she'll be moving further away from me, but it's fine because it's... It's for the boy. Um, yeah, it's for the boy. But yeah, when I came back from helping her move, a uh, hobbit was sitting right by the door. And as soon as I walked in, he yelled at me. Um, he went meow very loudly and upset. Like as soon as I entered the door, I was like, oh my gosh. And maybe my cousin was surprised because he doesn't really like do that. And I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I was gone for a couple hours. Uh and yeah, now he's he now he's triple upset because I locked him out of here so I could record. <sighs> and I sat on my cat this morning. <laughs> she well, didn't make a sound. She didn't good. make a single sound. I just love that because that's like Amira is such like a little lady, but it is it is very her that she's like ah I, this is how I go this is how I go like something. <gasps> She's very, like, um, I guess she kind of reminds me of, like, maybe, um, uh, the, the author of Frankenstein, um. Mary Shelley? Mary Shelley. She's just very grim. She's a very grim, (laughs) grim and proper lady. She's like, "Mm, yes, death will come for us all. I think Amira would be a Shadow Clan cat. Oh, totally. Yeah. She doesn't really like water, so. Yeah, not at all. No, she can get loud. We know she can get. Yeah, no, yeah, like, I didn't like get full loud, on squish is, her. I like it because it was you. I think if it was anyone else, she'd be like, uh, "Excuse me," but it's you. So she's like, "Ah, mother has decided this is how I go." Like I barely, I barely like sat up and I sat back down. Like I did, I didn't squish her, but my butt was on my. Oh, couch. so she was like trying to find the warm spot. I guess, because then I well, sat back down, and I was like, oh! Maybe she was, maybe <laughs> she was out of breath. She didn't have, She was like, she scurried in there so fast, and by the time your butt came back down, she was like, oh. had nothing left. <laughs> oh. Uh, have you read Well, anything? I did. Oh. Oh, I went to Ikea and got her one of those tunnels. Oh, nice. Got her a little tunnel. And, uh, like, she went through it yesterday, but I think once she, like, actually figures it out and, like, gets comfortable with it, oh my god, she's gonna be unstoppable. She's gonna live in that thing. She's gonna zoom through that tunnel. She, when she gets the zoomies, it's kind of insane. She, it's like she constantly lives with little socks on her feet, so yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, constantly ready to run. Um, my, whenever I come, I come home to my roommate... And my cat starts going crazy, and my roommate looks at me, and she's like, she's only like this when you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's the same when, like, She's so excited. People's dogs and, like, all animals get, like, kind of hyped. Even Dash, who, like, kind of hates my guts, like, when he sees me, like, up and around when he's actually conscious, he's like, oh, eating Uh food? Because he only uses his food, but... She's very loving with everybody else. I don't know why she doesn't go crazy with Perry, but she goes crazy with me. Uh, I mean, you've only lived there for, like, half a year now, right? I guess, yeah. I think she still probably has to get... She she probably, like... She, you've had a couple roommates, you've had no roommates. She probably is just, like, waiting to get to know them. Yeah, yeah. I think I in mean, college... Like she doesn't zoom when other people are around. In she college, does. she would get unhinged when I was around. Oh, yeah. She'll do it when other people are around, but I guess I also need to be there. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, you're her mama. So she's going to, of course, yeah. be like, um, 
more excited when you were about. But have you read anything? Um, yeah, I am reading the second book in the Simon Snow series by Rainbow Rowell called Wayward Son and enjoying it. They're uh, taking a road trip across America. So these, these British magic young adults. Fun times. How about you? Um, so I finished, Chris- I, this is a long time ago, but uh, you know how I like to read a poem at night? I finally yeah. finished Christina Rossetti's Goblin Market and other poems. And so I'm starting mm. my new one, uh, Lucille Clifton's The Terrible Stories. I have read a different collection by Lucille Clifton, and she is my favorite poet, or at least has written my favorite poem. All right. But this is a different book by her. My favorite poem by her is Night Visions. Um, and this one's The Terrible Stories. Um, I have not read this one, but I do know, um, just warning for anyone interested in reading her, she's a great poet, but some of her stuff does deal with CSA, uh, due to her own mm. experiences as a child. So that, I, I will of course have the link to Storygraph, and Storygraph is really good about adding those trigger warnings, but I just want to like- That's good. Heads up everyone, her poems do dive into that, which- you know, it's it's poetry and it's not like graphic, but it is, you know, her dealing with it and uh Yeah. Her poems are fantastic, so I recommend her to anyone. Um but you know, be wary. Um, I should read more poetry. I know, that's kinda like I had those two poem books, like, just around and I was like, you know what, you know, instead of just like, because it's kinda hard to like I'm going to read poems today. Like, it's kind of, you know, sometimes it can be kind of hard to just sit down and read multiple yeah. poems. And that's why I was like, you know, if I just read one every night, that yeah helps me. And sometimes I read more than one, and sometimes I don't. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, Miss Amira. I should start doing that. She found the balloon. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's been, she'll sometimes get really into the balloon strings. Yeah. Plus, poems aren't for everyone. I mean, I've read a lot of them now, and I'm kind of mm. like, eh, they're alright. Um, oh God. shall we? Alright. I should read more poetry, because I'm Ember Heart. <laughs> I'm Tangled Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? so did you see on yeah. our twitter you are a bot made up your character name on someone's like discord ah that's so funny no i did not there's, i have not been on twitter from what i think if i understood it correctly there's like a bot you can get on discord that will like make members of your clan so like oh i'm guessing uh for a warrior cat roleplay on discord and mm -hmm. it looks like someone had an ember heart in their clan oh heck yeah so i hope yeah well i'm sure she's dashing and a very good warrior yes and, um, very funny if i'm understanding yeah. it correctly um but our dashing warriors are out yeah. uh scoping it out they're checking out this new their new their new place their new their new uh turf they're looking around they're like okay we got a lake it's kind of scary it's kind of yeah. like a really big body of water that i don't yeah. know if they've seen a body well besides the ocean but and, the <laughs> i guess misty foot hasn't right and but now we have some squirrel flight she's a full-on warrior and yeah. they're like you can't go you're not invited and she's like ah ha ha and the dad was like ah ha ha guys uh no, it's just he's like go. I named her Squirrel Flight because she's gonna take off anyways. Mm -hmm. You might as well just uh, we it's better to give for her. It's it's better just to give permission than to ask forgiveness because you'll just be asking forgiveness until you the day you die. Yeah, she's just let her go. She's gonna be like I wasn't wrong. <laughs> so, so we're out now with Misty Foot. I'm guessing this is why she's on the cover because she got to look at the <laughs> new place. I guess, yeah. Is this probably why? 
I have no idea. Okay. You said that there was like one thing that like maybe this why. is this is it. Oh, yeah, this I is guess, it. I guess like That's this so is so funny. They're like, okay, uh, we'll put her on the cover because we mentioned her going on this, uh, checkout like look around. That's very funny. Yeah, it. I. I don't. I don't. Good for get her. It. Get those covers, I guess. Misty Foot. She probably like she's, I said. I think she's on. She's probably like, why am I on the cover of this? She's actually on the. She's gonna. She's on the cover of the book that's coming out next month. Mm. So, a starless clan. Mm. So, oh, it sounds like things with Star Clan have worked out perfectly then. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. I think things are probably going to go well. Things are going to go very good. All right. Well, we're we're actually going to um stay where we are because we're going to we're going to be with Leafpaw. Oh. Or the gal. Oh, hey Leafpaw. I mean, I was actually excited to see stuff, but I'm guessing we'll have to wait another chapter. Yeah. Well, we're still going to we're still going to see some stuff. I suppose we we don't really know. We're not stuff. really we don't know much of anything. There's still like all of this is still new, even though we're in a small area yeah. keeping camp right now. Like, there's a, there's a horse field nearby. Um, I hope they call that, like, <sighs> field of horses, horse field. I hope that is just, like, horse field. Don't go there. You well, can they, they explore actually... everything the shadow touches, but not that place. Or, sorry, that's not what goes. You can t- explore everything that the light touches, except for horse field. Horse field is very scary. It's like snake you know what they rocks, call but it? bigger. <laughs> You know what they do call it? What do they call it? Horse rocks? Horse place. Horse... Yes! Yes! Oh my god, don't go into horse place. Horse place is so scary. <laughs> Though, you know what's funny is that actually does, like, apply. Um, If you... No one should go into horse place. If you see any field that you don't know, you don't... Don't go in there because, one, um, horses are not always nice to people they don't know. And two, mm-hmm. uh, it could end up being a bull place, and you'll you will die. <laughs> like you might be like, "Oh, yeah. this is a nice enclosed field," and you walk in, and you are being chased. And the thing is that you will not. It's a out- buffalo. You will not outrun a bull or a buffalo. Bulls will, will nope. get you. But anyway, that okay, cool. Let's let's explore our our tiny little camp spot for now, though. What's going on, Leaf Paw? Well, first, Leaf Paw's gonna think about things. Well, of course, her sister just became a warrior. Well, yeah. Yeah. She stops to watch her sister and the rest of the patrol leave, and she can feel her sister's excitement tingling in her own fur. Oh, I forgot. Excitement. Right? They're psychic. They got I forgot psychic. about this. Right? You, you know, it's kind of it's kind of fine because like Here's the thing. I don't like that we can feel the tingles of her excitement because one of them is celibate, technically. So what happens when we fade to black eventually with with Bramble Claw? Like, will she know? I'm like, sure Leaf Paw's gonna feel very good. She'll be like, oh, "Stop!" Leaf Paw's just having a a good Stop. walk. That's so weird. They're looking I... at the stars and just having a great conversation. That's like, gosh. That's okay. I'm hoping there's, like, a psychic, like, off and on switch. Maybe you can just choose not to share this. I know there isn't, but I can dream. Moving on. For a few heartbeats, Leafpaw feels almost breathless with envy. And she wishes she could have a bond that strong, with that depth of trust with another cat. Your sister. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose but she hasn't like these gone cats have been on, like a life world ending road trip with anyone yeah, recently. Yeah. Well, no, she did with Misty Foot. <laughs> Technically she did, but oh her closest friend that she did that with is gone now. Yeah, gone. Bye. So I get it. But girl, you did go on to like a world ending road trip. Just like not with anyone who's still here. Her gaze is drawn to Crowfeather. He's the hardest to understand, and Leafpaw wishes she knew him better. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. You're fine. He seemed the least willing to trust cats from other clans, 
But she had also seen him put himself in danger many times over for cats and other clans during their journey through the mountains. Leafpaw shivers from toe to tail. Something tells her that Crowfeather has a special plan laid out for him by Star Clan. Leafpaw doesn't know where it will lead, or why Star Clan would let her know the destiny of a cat from another clan. But, alright. Heaven's, heaven's got something in store for Crowfeather, according to our most uh, godly was, child. Was that just like a vibe she just got right there, or was there something I missed? Yeah. No, no, that's that's a vibe she just got right oh, there. Oh, vibe check. I think you have something crazy in front of you. <laughs> you don't want to vibe check. It's you usually not great news. By <laughs> yeah. Feather, by, by, uh, by, uh, leaf paw because her vibe checks are like hey um i think your life is going to change in such a painful and scary way that it will change the destiny of not only you but the three other clans and then then and then you ask oh my god can you give me more details and she just says no god likes me most <laughs> so she only helps me out sometimes god singular yeah spotted leaf <laughs> She's the only ghost I've ever seen, except for that one time I saw, um, oh, well, none of them are here, but, uh, th those two other dead cats. Oh, man, All where's right. Graystripe? Oh, where's Graystripe? Man, oh. I forgot to Maybe mention- Maybe Leafpaw will see him! That'd be really solid. I was gonna- I forgot to, like, mention it, but, like- <sighs> I know we did mention that Graystripe wasn't there anymore, but I do think Graystripe would have been supportive of uh, his choice, his son's choice, because yeah. he did the exact same thing. Well, I mean, he had kids, <laughs> but I think he would be like, oh, you like Brooke? He, he, he He'd does... probably be like, sad to see you go, but I can't say anything, because right. I, I like I. Great, if Graystripe had been on that trip, you'd be like, oh my god, that girl really likes you. Go get her, son. Cinderpelt comes to stand beside her, and she asks if Leafpaw wishes she was going with them. But she's a medicine cat, not a warrior. But she feels a tug in her paws to follow them along the shore. She sees herself bounding after them to walk alongside Crowfeather, who is at the rear of the group and she can almost feel his pelt brush against hers. Cinderpelt asks if she's alright. Yeah, this is- yeah, are you good? Are you having feelings about- st yeah, are you- do you have a fever? Do not de start developing a crush on- on- on Crowfeather. Like, you have so many other girlfriends and boyfriends, I'm just gonna ask you to not go down that path for me. Well, I think in this instance, he was just at the back of the group, and he was the first one she hit. <laughs> yeah. But girl, just don't even, like, think about that. Don't. Just don't even. Uh, think about, like, chasing after your sister, maybe. Yeah. Or the sister you love and adore. Yeah. Don't. Well, Leafpaw says she's fine, and of course she doesn't want to go on the patrol. There's plenty of work to do here. Cinderpelt agrees. Her stock is dangerously low. And then Leafpaw wonders if maybe actually she should have gone on the patrol to look for new supplies? Maybe? <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys haven't really checked out around here. There might be some stuff in the brush. Yeah, well, they're gonna go meet with the other medicine cats, because they need to discuss finding new herbs and how to communicate with Star Clan. Yeah. Leaf. Leafpaw sees her friend Mothwing sitting with Little Cloud while the other cats oh around my. them sort into hunting patrols. Hi, girl. We haven't heard from her in a minute. Hey, girl. Leafpaw bounds over and touches noses with Mothwing. And Mothwing murmurs into her ear that she feels so helpless. She has no supplies, and these cats are tired and sick. Leafpaw oh, okay. doesn't envy Mothwing. I'm sorry, that was a cute moment, and then it got really serious really fast, so I didn't have a chance to, like, yeah. enjoy the moment. I was like, ooh, touching the- oh, yeah, people are dying, you're right. Uh. No. <laughs> Did we not get any herbs from the mountain cats? We only got those traveling we herbs. We did. 
Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure they took some, but there's only so much they can carry. Right. Paw doesn't envy Mothwing. She hadn't even been an apprentice as long as Leafpaw before her mentor died. Yeah. Like, she's been training for less time than Leafpaw has. Yeah. And Leafpaw is so glad that Cinderpelt is alive and young. Like, <laughs> Cinderpelt is young and vibrant, and she's gonna last, unlike poor. Yeah. Poor Mudfur. She better. She better. Errands? Yeah. <laughs> Errands. But Mothwing had also been taught well. And they'll have new things to learn here. Leafpaw gives Mothwing's ear a quick lick and promises her she'll be fine. They'll help her. Yeah. Barkface is still with Tallstar, but soon comes to join them, his tail dragging. <laughs> Tallstar is very weak. The journey has been too much for him. It's clear that StarClan is waiting for him to join them. He's been a noble leader, but he can't go on forever. Cinderpelt says all the clans will honor him. But she straightens up and gives herself a shake. There are tasks that need doing. Mothwig says yes, they need to look for tasks. herbs. Tasks. Time for tasks. Task time. Cinderpelt agrees. But they also need to find where the clans are going to gather every full moon for the gatherings. And the Mothermouth is a many days journey from here. What about the Moonstone? Yeah, I don't think we can go back there, guys. I thought that was kind of like agreed that we aren't going to go back. Did we even check on that? That could have been destroyed. That would suck. I mean, it was there when we left because we left from there. I know. But, like, you know. But... Yeah, Leafpaw doesn't like the idea of traveling every half moon there and back again. So that would be a that would be a, a lot, especially going up through the mountains. There could be another mountain gap, or or, or, or what was it? A raccoon dog. A raccoon dog. Ah, <laughs> uh, but also, where would the leaders get their nine lives? Oh, well, they told us to come here, so there's got to be something. Yeah, I mean, also, wouldn't it be kind of, it'd be kind of cool if to get your nine lives you had to travel all the way back. It would be cool. It'd I'm be not a saying, hearty journey. It wouldn't be, like, uncool, but, like, the amount of leaders who just might die. Well, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. You better die on the way back after you get those lives. You don't, you only get eight, bro. That's how this works out now. Yeah, but, like, it wasn't, uh, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. I'm just saying, like, we've already had no, yeah, it's such a rough start getting here. It'd be nice if we can just, like, have, maybe be we can, maybe we can find, like, a holy, guys, let's go look in, let's go ho look in horse place. <laughs> maybe, horse maybe place that's. Horse place for another holy glowing stone. I don't know. I, I, I kind of thought that we would have that here. I don't, I, why did we? Well, f we gotta find it. Okay, yeah. Let's keep going. I don't know how we start to look for that, but, I mean, we just found a bunch up in the mountains, so there must be some around here, too. Little Cloud asks if they're sure this is the right place. Oh, He's geez. seen nothing to reassure him of this. Uh, Leafpaw says it must be the place. She doesn't know how to make them believe her when they are so much more experienced, though. Leaf Leafpaw points out that Stone Teller met with his ancestors in the Cave of Pointed Stones. Maybe there were other places like the Moonstone. Y yes, that's what I just said! Cinderpelt says their sign was when they saw the reflections of the stars in the lake. Oh, that was. Oh, Cinderpelt is gonna do that every night, girl. Shh! Not when it's cloudy. But they do need a, pl <laughs> but they do need a place to share tongues with them. Barkface suggests that maybe they'll give them a sign, and Little Cloud hopes it's soon. Mothwake asks if it really matters, though. There's nothing stopping them from finding the herbs they need. And her Mothwake. voice dies as the other cats stare in astonishment. Mothwake, no. Leafpaw winces. 
How could Mothwing think that the only task for a medicine cat is to heal? Ah. I mean, Leaf paw covers for her. It's pretty out there. She says what Mothwing must mean is that they can still care for their clanmates while they wait for Star Clan to speak to them. And Mothwing's uh-huh. like, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, de- that's what, that is what it meant. Yep, 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 yep. What, uh, what my BFF girl- girlfriend said. Um, thank you. Barkface needs to stay with Tallstar, and he would be grateful for some colt's foot if anyone could find some. Good thing they're in horse place. Yeah, uh, horse for, place. For colt's foot. <laughs> I actually thought there was that we saw some. You made me believe. No, sorry, I was making a really bad horse Yeah, I got joke. it. I got the joke. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Mothwing points out that there will be none until New Leaf, so dash those hopes right there. But she asks if juniper berries would do. And Barkface nods. Yeah, they would. Thank you. And heads back to Tallstar. Leafpaw praises Mothwing for the suggestion. And Mothwing gives Leafpaw's ear a quick lick. See? You know the only one who, the only other uh, two that have been doing quick licks? Who? Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight. Mm. They've been doing a lot of ear licks, so maybe. Mm. I'm just saying. They're just, just like, like really saying. affectionate. They're really affectionate with them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, she asks where they should go first. Cinderpelt thinks they should head towards the lake. Leafpaw says it's boggy there, and Mothwing tells her that all sorts of good things grow in bogs. She flicks Leafpaw's ear with her tail and teases that she wouldn't mind getting her paws wet if she were a River Clan cat. Is that an invitation? Do you want me to move in with you? <laughs> <laughs> Little Cloud said he wouldn't mind catching a frog to eat, and the others are like, a what? A frog! But he insists they don't taste that bad. Water oozes around Leafpaw's paws as they near the lake. And she hopes it isn't like this all the way around. She runs to catch up to the others. They are beside a large clump of horsetail. Wow, right by horse place. All these horse herbs. <laughs> Alright, well there's a lot of big healthy clumps. Not a big, healthy clump, so horsetail. Cinderpelt says this is excellent. It never grew this well in their old territory. And she asks Leafpaw, what's it used for? And Leafpaw doesn't really know if she likes being questioned in front of the other medicine cats. Infected wounds, she answers quickly. Little Cloud says that's right, and they're going to need it. Cats have picked up all sorts of scratches on their journey. I guess she is the only apprentice now. It's kind of awkward. She'll be okay. Yeah, she's fine. They set off again. Leafpaw is pleased to be the first to spot a clump of water mint. It's one of the best cures for bellyache. Mothwing points out that they'll never find juniper berries down here. It's too wet. And Cinderpelt suggests Mothwing and Leafpaw head away from the shore. She sees bushes. One of them may be Juniper. Yeah! Leafpaw follows Mothwing, relieved to feel hard, dry ground beneath her paws again. In a sheltered thicket of trees, they find what they need. They collect as much Juniper as they can carry and turn back towards the lake. Nice! Leafpaw looks out towards the lake and realizes that what she thought was a spur of land jutting into the lake was actually a small island. Oh! <gasps> She points it out to Mothwing. I bet. I got a hunch. I have a hunch that that little island might be a little bit important. Well, Mothwing says it would make a great place for a gathering. It's big enough for all of them and no one would disturb them. And they should the go tell the others. The problem is not a lot of us can swim. <laughs> yeah, that's kind if of what Leafpaw's like thinking. Yeah, but 
Leaf Paw's like, really only you guys feel confident enough to swim like that. I was thinking, like, it might be a cool place for you guys to, like, live. Actually, an island would be, like, so good for them to live. Who's gonna invade? Yeah. None of the other clans are gonna be able to reach the island, which was a pity because Mothwing was right. It would be the perfect place, safe from two legs and predators. So yeah, maybe River Clan would like that. Would you like to hit me with a cat fact? Of course I would. The way I do cat facts nowadays, I usually have like a theme, and then I follow that theme, like you know, cats in movies, historical cats, cat characters, etc. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes a cat fact just sometimes finds me. Um, and that was the case in regards to today's cat fact, which I first learned about through a TikTok on my For You page. Um, oh. Yeah, from the creator Franklin the Woman. I will have the original TikTok linked in the uh, description for this episode. But after watching this video, I needed to know more. And it, it sounded so amazing. We are going to go back to 2018 uh, to o right. Osaka, Japan, where Naoki Teroka uh, opened his new restaurant, Diorama Restaurant Tetsu Doka in Osaka, Japan. Um, the restaurant has basically a, a, a miniature railway diorama in the center of it. So you can eat and drink and check out the cool diorama. Um, and uh, Teroka has been running diorama restaurants since 2005. So he's a lot of experience in making them successful. However, with COVID-19 um, kind of getting in the way of foot traffic in the area, he was not sure that this one would last and was considering closing it down. Um, it just so happens, however, that Taroka had taken in a stray um, around this time. Uh, the stray he named Simba, um, after Aww. the Lion King character, who was apparently the size of an eggplant when he found him. Um, and you know, took in the stray, and then he realized some other strays were showing up. Three other strays. And he realized, uh, looking at their patterns, that... Uh, one was probably his was Simba's mom, and the two others were probably Simba's siblings. So he started oh. caring for those strays. You know, brought them in, kept them in cages. You know, at the restaurant. Um, and you know, as stuff was kind of slowing down in the evening times when the restaurant was closed, he would let them out, and he would let them uh, scamper along on the diorama. And he started taking photos of this and sharing them on social media because it was just oh. hilarious. A Godzilla-like cat rampaging and sleeping amongst a small railway. Uh, and oh. he shared them on social media and it went viral. Um, people soon Obviously, that's so cute. were coming to see the restaurant and see the cats because um, it was so hilarious. Like, for a while, he was keeping them, um, you know, in their cages during the... Uh, serving yeah. time um, but he would like let them out so that people can take photos um, oh. and uh, you know people were like oh man is that like uh, ruining the dioramas and like apparently he was very like particular about his dioramas and, and he wouldn't even like people touching them um, but he's like yeah but you know what are you gonna do they're cats they're, he, he, they seem to be breaking yeah, fair. like some of the lights but he's like I, I've been putting more into making them more structurally sound so that the cats good. Uh, will not, uh, like, be able to break them so easily. Um, and so this ended up saving a restaurant, helping it become super successful, uh, both on social media um, and in the region. And you want to know the best part, Maureen? Please. Uh, due to the success brought by the cats, Taroka decided to open a shelter on the second floor. And he Aww. now cares for up to 40 cats along with a local uh, agency and is helping finding them homes and uh, caring for them. So when, you, so great. when you visit this place, you can visit cats and possibly adopt a cat or get into the process of adopting a cat. Um, and they have a Facebook, a Twitter, and a YouTube, all of which I will have linked in the episode description, um, it, believe, it, see, it seems that their Facebook is probably the most active. They recently had a post on there. Um, the Twitter and Facebook mostly have posts from last year, but the Facebook it is the most active, but the t Twitter and um, 
YouTube has videos of the actual cats, and the Twitter has photos oh. of the cats, which are just amazing. And we will retweet so them, cute. some of them when Please. this episode comes out. So Me. yeah, yes, uh, a beautiful story of some cats. So good, uh, re- destroying a diorama but saving a restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, and then the restaurant is saving more cats. Mm-hmm. It's so great. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, wait. Speaking of the Lion King, mm-hmm. you know, I just found out yesterday. What? My girlfriend hasn't seen the Lion King too. Well, it sounds like you guys have a date night figured out. Yeah, who hasn't seen the Lion King too? Your girlfriend. I say as someone who spent, I spent my entire childhood, like, reenacting The Lion King 2. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's perfect, because yeah. that means you guys can have, like, a movie marathon, because you can watch Lion King 1, Lion King 2, and then you can watch the entire, like, uh, TV show. Lion Guard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know man. you don't like Lion King 1 and a half, but. No, I don't. Nah. Not enough lions. <laughs> um. <laughs> Not enough lions. Bad joke. Yeah, I, so you can I just, just uh, you can just watch just... Lion Guard. It sounds like the perfect date opportunity. I I know this is it does. It's 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 a it's you feel like you don't know this person all of a sudden, but I'm just saying this is an opportunity to share a beautiful uh memory with her. Like, yeah, like it's fine, but yeah, I do have to fix this. Yeah. So you know, perfect. Yeah. She also hasn't seen Watership Down or The Dark Crystal, so I, I have those a lot ones. Of work those to do. ones are a little bit more understandable. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. We were we were just talking about like favorite childhood movies. Those were mine. Yeah, I mean, Dark Crystal, I think is is probably best not to see until you're older because it traumatized me. Um, oh, I loved it. I can't imagine seeing. I didn't see Watership Down as a kid, so. I watched that one over and over again no, when I, I was know, like Maureen, there's four. something wrong with you. But <laughs> I like animal violence. Not animal <laughs> violence. I like animals. You like animal Don't look dramas? At me. I like animal dramas with yeah. uh, cartoon violence. Yeah. There. We saved that. <laughs> Let's get back to the other uh, animal drama God, cartoon yeah. violence. Okay. All right. So they meet back up with Cinderpelt and Little Cloud, and they take a closer look at the island. Cinderpelt sells. Cinderpelt sells seashells by the seashore. seashore. (laughs) Cinderpelt says it looks safe, but how would they get there? Do they fancy telling the elders they have to swim every time they want to go to a gathering? Leafpaw suggests that maybe it's shallow enough to wade, but also really doesn't want to be the one to find that out. Leafpaw, you gotta try it if you suggest it, girl. Well, good thing we have a River Clan cat here, because Mothwing offers to take a swim. Leafpaw calls to her to be careful. Oh my god, be more in love. Leafpaw watches her swim and knows that wading across won't be an option. Oh. Little Cloud says they should hunt while they wait, and Leafpaw's belly grumbles. But she doesn't move until she sees Mothwing safely reach the shore of the island. Okay. <laughs> That's just concern for the friend. No, it's deep love. <laughs> Cinderpelt makes her catch and tells Leafpaw that Mothwing will be fine. <laughs> Leafpaw catches a vole and finishes it when Little Cloud says Mothwing is coming back. Huh? Leafpaw dashes to the water's edge. Mothwing says it's perfect. It's surrounded by trees and bushes, but there's a clearing in the middle. There would be room for all the clans to gather there. Little Cloud says the other three clans would never join River Clan over there. Okay, so but Mothwing we continues. found where River Clan can live. In the middle of the open space, there's a huge oak tree. Oh, it's as big as four trees, but has low-hanging branches where the leaders could address the clans from. Oh, I suppose that's she wishes they could use it. Cinderpelt says it does sound ideal, but they can't. Leafpaw wants to ask if there was anything unusual about the island. Maybe a strange-shaped rock or a twisted tree? Anything to suggest the presence of Star Clan? 
but Mothwing is already walking away. Leafpaw can ask another time. No, ask her now! They make their way back to the temporary oh. camp, and Leafpaw looks regretfully at the island. The clans need a place to gather, and a new moonstone as much as they needed safe camps and plenty of prey. It would be the home to the fifth clan forced to leave the forest. Star Clan. Oh. Not you, Sky Oh, I was like, huh? Unless they found them quickly, the clan's future in this new territory would be shattered by doubt. ba 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 Alright. Mistyfoot leaves the patrol at a steady trot. Oh! We're back. We're back. We're going around the lake. Oh. Squirrelflight is not enjoying this boggy ground. She says it's no good. You wanted to come on this trip. <laughs> Little lady, you suck it up. Mistyfoot says it may not be bad for River Clan, although there won't be much prey, so it won't be of much actual use. Tawnypod points out that they don't have to use all the territory around the lake. There's plenty of space, so it won't matter if no one wants this bit. Crowfeather says as long as there's something better up ahead. <laughs> it looks like they'll be out of the marshes soon, and Squirrelflight asks Brambleclaw if they can go up the hill. Please, she's sick of wet feet. <laughs> Tawnypelt says, there'll be prey up there. What do you say, Brambleclaw? We need to hunt. Brambleclaw says they're supposed to be patrolling the lake. And the area around it, mm. Crowfeather points out. Mm. Brambleclaw supposes they could make a few forays from away from the shore. They can start by heading up the ridge. They'll hunt on their way and... A quiet cough interrupts him. Brambleclaw meets Mistyfoot's level stare. And he apologizes. If it's okay with her, of course... Mistyfoot's eyes glimmer with amusement. She says maybe it's best if Brambleclaw leads. These cats are obviously used to taking orders from him. <laughs> Brambleclaw is even more embarrassed. He says they mostly discussed things on their journey. Uh-huh. He means we argued, Tawny Pelt says. <laughs> At least. Your sister's always there to humble you. At least some of us argued, and she looks pointedly at Squirrelflight and Crowfeather. Wow. What? Us? Yes, Squirrelflight you. says, never. Never. Oh my god. Brambleclaw laughs and leads the way to drier ground. He's glad that Mistyfoot understood that the four of them had fallen into the habit of organizing themselves without the typical clan hierarchy. And it feels good to be traveling with his friends again. But he feels Stormfur's absence like a thorn in his side. And he wonders what it will be like when they separate. When he loses his easy friendship with Crowfeather and Tawnypelt. Will this empty place inside of him grow forever? Wow. Hmm. <laughs> yes. They hunt and set off again. Mistyfoot doesn't say anything when he gives orders, and her expression is impossible to read. They head back towards the lake. And Brambleclaw also realizes at this point that there's an island in the lake. Three cats stand on the shore. There's Leafpaw, Squirrelflight says. Brambleclaw doesn't ask how she knows it's her sister so far away. He knows they have some sort of connection and always know what the other oh, is I'm feeling. Oh, I'm sorry, the other orange cat? Come on, Leafpaw's an orange. Leafpaw's brown. Okay. Oh, come. But come on. Well, he feels a twinge of jealousy and pushes it away. What do you think he's jealous of, Brenna? His, her sister? Their psychic bond? Yeah, is he jealous... Is he jealous because he wants a strong connection with Squir Squirrelflight, or because he wants to be this close to his own sister? Both. You know? Both, obviously. Both. <laughs> okay. He's a complex man. A lot of complex feelings. 
The ground becomes drier as they continue, to everyone's relief. There's a dock in the lake. Of course, they don't know it's a dock, so they're kind of freaking out. They're like, ah, there's something. They don't know what a dock is. There's something over the water. Mistyfoot says there doesn't look to be two legs now. Maybe they just come in green leaf like they used to in the old territory. So they kind of realize, oh, is this more some more two leg signs? But yeah, but this is like a they fishing. Don't see any. Uh, though, if it's winter, you should take your dock in. Dock should not be out. I think it's like a, it's a wooden, it's a wooden dock. It's like a. I no, I know. I'm just being obnoxious. Thank you. I expect nothing less from you. Lake girl. They come across a stream, and Mistyfoot is very excited. Okay. River Clan would like a place like this. Rimbleclaw notices that Mistyfoot doesn't claim this territory for River Clan. Right. But he sees the longing in her eyes. Because that would be weird. Brambleclaw agrees, but knows it isn't their decision to make. I don't really know who's There's fish in the stream. choice it is. The leaders. Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mistyfoot offers to catch them some. They know how to catch their own, actually, Tawny Pelt says. Okay. Crowfeather says out. that Feathertail taught them. <laughs> he stalks away to sit at the edge of the stream to fish. Mistyfoot murmurs sympathetically, but makes no attempt to comfort Crowfeather. Yeah, jeez. Good move. I wouldn't want to Instead, she crouches to fish. Tawny Pelt and Squirrelflight join her. Brambleclaw stays alert for danger. Good job, you. But nothing disturbs them as several fish are caught. Squirrelflight teases Brambleclaw and gives him a fish. She caught enough for them to share. Tawny Pelt shoots Brambleclaw a look with narrowed eyes. You seem pretty close, she says quietly. No need to ask Star Clan what your future holds. <laughs> Brambleclaw squirms uncomfortably. But then again, we don't really ask Star Clan to tell us like who we should marry. No, maybe they should stay out of it. They should. Well, he doesn't like the thought of cats gossiping about who he's spending time with. But he relaxes. Too late. He, he doesn't need to keep his feelings about Squirrel Flight a secret, especially from his own sister. That makes one less thing for Star Clan to worry about, he retorts. <laughs> they don't worry about that. Mistyfoot wants to check upstream for suitable places for a camp, and they find land between two streams that's sheltered. It's perfect. Mistyfoot's eyes shine. And it was. Not that they get to make any decisions, but it looks like this place is perfect for River Clan. Brambleclaw thinks that it could also be suitable for Thunder Clan. There's trees and plenty of prey. Bro, there's a lot of trees. But Brambleclaw doesn't say anything. He doesn't want to upset Mistyfoot. You've already completely undermined her. Yeah, multiple times, may I add. Mistyfoot has seen enough. They can keep going and find places for their clans, too. Brambleclaw ignores the smugness in her voice. She's like, uh, we're set. Good luck. <laughs> She's like, I guess we'll keep going go for back... your guys' sake. They go back towards the lake and closer to the dock. There's a thunder path nearby. They can smell it. But Mistyfoot notes they haven't heard any monsters. They should go look. No one follows her. Guys. She points out that they lived near Thunderpaths for many seasons. As long as they were careful, they were fine. Now come on. Yeah, come on. You guys fought about Mayan. You can handle not going, <laughs> running into a road. Brimbleclaw's a bit upset with himself because he froze at the slightest hint of danger, leaving Mistyfoot to take charge. Mistyfoot's like, here, you can be in charge. And then the moment things got hairy, mm -hmm. he was like, uh, actually, you? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's almost as if you, you should have just let her be in charge. 
Well, this uh, Thunderpath looks really weird. And uh, I'll tell you, it's actually a boat launch. Oh! So like, why does it go into the water? Okay, I was thinking it was going to be like a dirt <laughs> What does this road. mean? No, it, it's a boat launch. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, where does it go? Where? Why would they do this? It is a bit confusing. There's probably, you know, they if they look around during the summertime, there'll probably be some discarded uh, uh, fish entrails and stuff. Oh, yum, 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 fish I mean, goods. People should dispose of them properly, but a lot of people do just dump them up by the fish launch. Yeah, thanks. When you do that, it smells really, really bad. Oh, you can see my muscles. Tawny Pelt notes that the Two Lake scent is faint. They haven't been here for moons. Man, we are at, like, someone's know. cabin. Yeah. Squirrel Flight is on the dock. God. This is scary. So <sighs> Brambleclaw goes out to she's her. She's like, oh, this is freaky. Which is also yeah, she's scary. Like out there. No, she's like, look what I found. And Brambleclaw's like, why are you out there? That's scary. And then he goes on here and he's like, I don't like this. This is scary. <laughs> she's like, well, you can get off. You don't have to be out here with me. Squirrel Flight found a boat. Oh. That boat's probably not in good condition if it was out there during the winter. Yeah, that is a little weird that it would be maybe there. Maybe it's, like, turned up on the side. Like, maybe it's not actually in the water. Well, maybe. Like, maybe it's a canoe. Well, you should take a canoe launch in, but... Yeah, I don't know. It says it's in the water. Oh, Who knows? That's... Someone was irresponsible. Hey, Aaron's, did you not look up... If we're saying this in winter, there wouldn't be boats in the water. Unless it's like a really well, decrepit... I guess this place may be abandoned, so... Well, there's horses, though, so... I guess, yeah. I guess this person just doesn't care about their boat. Not this boat. Well, it... <laughs> Mistyfoot knows the word boat. Oh, Mistyfoot's like, oh, that's a boat. That's what the two lakes call them. How does she know that? And that's what I want to know. It's like, how does River Clan know what a boat is, but we don't know what cars are? Yeah, wouldn't it make more sense that we call it like a lake monster, a, a sea monster, a river mon? It'd be a river monster yeah. because they're used to rivers. All right, so let's let's get Jeremy let's, Wade out here to investigate. Let's dip into the boat conspiracy. Well, yeah, well, and also, how do they understand two legs speak? Usually, it's like yeah, basically, and they like go by tone. So it's like, how, Mistyfoot? Maybe just Mistyfoot knows. Like, can Mistyfoot read? Is that maybe Mistyfoot can read? Mistyfoot can read. Mistyfoot. That's can why read. she's it's on the canon. cover. She knows what boats are. That's why she knows what boats are. So she gets to be on the cover. Yeah. Wow. What a gift. Well, Mistyfoot. So. Everybody's like, oh, there's two lakes here. Uh. But Mistyfoot reminds them that there were dangers in their old home. Enemies in the forest before the two lakes destroyed everything. And they learned to live among them there. And they can learn to live among them again. This makes Squirrel Flight feel a little better. But Brambleclaw is upset that Mistyfoot is teaching them like a bunch of anxious apprentices. You're all acting like it. Yeah, you kind of are. And compared to Mistyfoot, y'all are like babies. Yeah. Just because you went on one traumatizing adventure doesn't mean you get to be all full of yourselves. Mistyfoot has been through that yeah. stuff, too. She's been yeah. through stuff that would make you guys cry. Well, Brambleclaw's like, she doesn't even know the types of dangers they faced on their journey. Oh my, Brambleclaw, get over yourself. Mistyfoot's entire clan was gonna kill her. Yeah. And she's decided and to keep living brother. with them. Yeah. She could Yikes. have come and lived with you guys. She was given that option. Yeah, she can... She's just that cool. Maybe they gave her the cover because they're like, Brambleclaw's being a real jerk. 
Yeah, Brim, we'll go with being a jerk. We'll give you the cover. Does that make you feel better? And Mistyfoot's like, well, I can read, so I'll enjoy it. <laughs> I know the two like language, and I can read. So Brambleclaw's lost in his angry thoughts while everyone else keeps going. Right. Mistyfoot leads the way. Squirrelflight drops back to walk next to him. She reminds him that Mistyfoot is the deputy of her clan. He can't blame her for having more experience than they do. Yeah. Brambleclaw is about to reply that actually they have more experience from their journey, but he realizes that it isn't fair to take his anger out on her. And you're wrong. And honestly, he was mostly just embarrassed because he'd frozen in fear. Yeah. Gl- so. I'm glad he caught himself, because, wow, we would have had to start the Bramble yeah. Claw uh, right up. Is this when we start destroying Bramble Claw's character? Um, we're gonna get, he he is gonna start doing some things that are, that I, I upset me. Okay. Um, we'll talk about that when they come. So he licks Squirrel Flight's ear, and they catch up to the rest of the patrol. Next, they come across some dense pine trees. Ah. So, kind of like the ones in ThunderClan's old territory by Tree Cut Place, but there's no sign of two legs or monsters on the earth. Ah, that means it's not, it's not nasty eyes. enough for ShadowClan. Not nasty. No, Tawny Pelt's eyes gleam. This may be somewhere ShadowClan would like to settle. The trees don't have as low of branches as they're used to, so they'd have trouble climbing them. They continue to look for a possible camp, but there isn't much undergrowth. Brambleclaw feels a pang of sympathy. This place isn't quite right for them. Brambleclaw suggests they head further from the lake. Tawny Pelt takes the lead. Mistyfoot says it's no good. They are getting farther and farther from the lake. And it'll be dark soon. Tawny Pelt insists that they need to find a camp for Shadow Clan. We can find it tomorrow, girl. Mistyfoot says they can't ex- they can't spend time exploring one place more than anywhere else. She said the trees reminded her of Shadow Clan territory. Maybe this should be their territory. And what will she tell Blackstar about where they'll actually live? Tawny Pelt asked sharply. That he doesn't need to think about how they have the worst territory? If there's nowhere to camp, forget about it. We only found one territory. Well, Mistyfoot bristles. Trust ShadowClan to be difficult, she says. Mm -hmm. Pelt says says it's good for her. She has RiverClan all sorted out. Mistyfoot hisses and unsheaths her claws. Brambleclaw pushes himself between them. He feels for Tawny Pelt, but he can't let her get into a fight with the RiverClan deputy. Yeah, at least not today. Brambleclaw suggests that they go a bit further, because they need to find somewhere to spend the night anyways. Mistyfoot knows, but still thinks they should head back to the lake, but... Brambleclaw smells something unexpected. Uh Uh-oh. Other cats. What? What? Uh-oh. We might not Uh-oh. get this territory because this territory might belong to some others. Maybe. But hey, maybe they're like the tribe and they're very friendly. Mm-hmm. Doubt. But I guess we'll find out. But the clan cats aren't, so I guess they'd still take what they want. Yeah, the clan cats are jerks. So, folks. Yeah, we'll find out next week. Yeah, you'll have to stick around. If you want to keep in contact with us, if you want to place bets on whether these guys are nice or jerks, follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at WCWITCast. Or if you want to contact us directly, you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, the best way you can do that is share it with a friend. Be like, hey, um, this episode, there's some really gay moments between our two favorite ladies. And then there's also just, like, like petty fighting. 
so yeah i mean you know it's it's all it's all the things you come to know and love from warrior cats <laughs> yeah yeah everything they do best because i'm amber hart and i'm tangletog and this has been warrior cats what is that Thank you.